from the Financial Times in London. I'm Andrew England and this is FT News. South Africa's ruling African National Congress Party has been forced into coalition talks after suffering its worst electoral performance at local polls last week. The party once led by Nelson Mandela lost its primacy as South Africa's party of choice after voters registered their grievances over high unemployment, shoddy governance and a scandal-prone president. On the line with me to discuss this dramatic shift in the country's political landscape is Krista Maher, who's covered the elections for the FT in Johannesburg. Hi, Krista. Hi, Andrew. How big was this electoral setback for the ANC and which parties performed best or benefited? Well, as you mentioned, this was the ANC's worst performance since the party came to power in 1994. The party only got 54% of the overall vote. And at the same time, it also lost control of several major cities, including Pretoria and Johannesburg. The big winners in the polls were the two main opposition parties, and so that is the Democratic Alliance and the Economic Freedom Fighters. The Democratic Alliance has been in opposition for years, but these are really the first elections where it looks like the party is gaining some new support in cities in particular. And the Economic Freedom Fighters are a smaller party, much more radical. This was their first local elections, and they did very well, and will probably be major players in coalitions that are going to be running a few of these big cities now. So how significant were the gains by the DA and the EFF? Well, the DA actually only increased its overall vote share across the country by a few percentage points. Uh, it did particularly well in cities, but in terms of its overall gains, they were modest. The EFF, on the other hand, managed to secure 8% of the votes nationally, which considering that is the first time that the party has run in local elections, you know, one can surmise that it you know, significantly chipped away at the ANC voters. Many of the opposition votes counted in this election were actually an anti-ANC vote as opposed to a vote for the opposition parties. That's what several analysts that I spoke to have said. And what are the perceived failings of the government that led to this level of voter disaffection? I went out and talked to people in a few neighborhoods around Johannesburg before the elections, and people were frustrated about quite a few things. Many people here and around the country really still don't have good access to power or running water. So that's obviously something that people are pretty unhappy about when it comes to how, you know, how their local government is performing. Jobs also came up a lot. Unemployment in South Africa is over 26%. And that really concerns young voters who are looking at a very uncertain future. And I'd say the other big complaint that people have about this government is corruption. People say they feel it's becoming a defining factor of this administration. And that's particularly true when it comes to some scandals and allegations of corruption that have involved the president, Jacob Zuma. You mentioned corruption and scandals, Krista. How damaging have all the controversies and scandals around the president been? Well, some people would actually say that this vote was, in fact, a referendum on Zuma and his performance. In March, the nation's highest court ruled that Mr. Zuma failed to uphold the nation's constitution when he failed to repay taxpayer money on some upgrades to his personal estate. That particular issue has been in the headlines for years and has really impacted the way that voters think about the leadership of the country. So a lot of analysts would argue that that has been very damaging indeed. How has the ANC responded to the losses and what does this mean for Jacob Zuma and his control over the party? 
The ANC, to its credit, accepted its losses very quickly and didn't really waste much time saying that it would start looking at what went wrong in areas where they didn't do well. It's hard to say, though, exactly how far that that process of introspection is going to go. But some people that I have talked to said that they think there could be a push to replace Mr. Zuma if he's seen by party members as becoming a liability before general elections, which are scheduled for 2019 in three years. South Africa is one of the world's most traded emerging markets. How has the business community reacted? Well, last week, the RAND strengthened on the dollar pretty quickly after it became clear that opposition parties had done well in the vote. As for ratings agencies, they've given the results a kind of mixed review. Moody's has said that they think that the results could actually be very good for the country's economic growth, which has been quite slow in recent years. But Fitch, on the other hand, has warned the ruling party could start pushing more populist policies that are going to be more expensive than the country's tight budget can afford. We're going to see coalitions in Pretoria, the capital, and Johannesburg, the economic hub, for the first time. Is this shake-up being seen as a good thing for South African democracy, or are there fears about instability after so many years of ANC dominance? Well, I think few people would argue that a super-dominant one-party system is good for a young democracy. You know, a lot of people feel this has been a really positive week for South Africa. Voters were unhappy about issues, they went to the polls, and they voted for a change. So that's really a testament to the democratic system at work. As far as the coalitions go, the jury's really out. Some of these parties have very different ideologies. As they seek to align with each other, they could form alliances that turn out to be unstable, which wouldn't be great for the people living in their areas. On the other hand, them working together could actually be really beneficial and create more accountability in these local governments and the way that they're run. You mentioned that South Africa will hold general elections in 2019. Should we read anything into the local result about what we can expect in three years' time? It really depends on what the ANC and what the opposition parties who have new seats do in the next three years. This really gives the ANC some healthy competition, and that party is going to have to work harder to convince more voters to stay on board with it. On the other hand, the opposition parties who now have more seats in these local councils are also going to have to work hard and prove themselves now that they are finally in power if they want to continue to grow and chip away at the ANC's vote in a few years. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.